0: Suck noobs, we are your professional casual gamers and you're listening to Train Noobs. What's up guys? Welcome to I'm being really loud. That's really high on the in the in the thing. It's around only deaf in both ears. Well, well, welcome to episode number nineteen, guys. What? What? <laughs> welcome, welcome to episode nineteen of the Train Noobs podcast. As you can hear, Mike is not with me this week because nobody knows. I don't know. I just I'm tired of making excuses for him. I'm joined by Chris because he's my go-to uh, second hand.
1: I'm your. Well, no. Wait, what's? I'm, I'm thinking in ship terms, but there'd already be two people. There's already a captain and a first mate.
0: Oh, not the first mate.
1: So who'd be third?
0: Oh, um, you could be Sulu.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I like that you thought about for a second if I should do this accent and this voice or not. (laughs) Alright, well... Oh if you, my...
1: Uh, Let's... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm I'm, gonna that's be quiet.
0: all. I'm going to be quiet for a second. Let Let's go. That's
1: the extent of my... any uh, That.
0: Alright. If that's all you're going to say, then that's fine. If you're watching the video podcast, thank you for joining us on the YouTubes. Uh, I, I said it. I said the forbidden word. We're trying to avoid. You, YouTubes. But, uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, because, you know, it sounds funnier for the lols. I don't know. <laughs> it's meme tastic, bro. It's pretty... It's the dankest.
1: Dankest, thank you. I'm... Uh, look, there's so many of those, like, tongue-in-cheek, dang, gnarly things. I lose track.
0: Nobody says... Who the fuck says gnarly anymore?
1: P- people try to be ironic. <laughs> so you... Yeah, it's pretty gnarly.
0: <laughs> anyway, if Bro. you're watching on if you're watching on YouTube, you'll remember um, this happened quite a few weeks ago. I talked about this shirt that I was going to get and um, finally came in today. That's why I have this weird-ass cover-up job going on that I got going on with my T-shirts here. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and reveal my shirt that I'm wearing flash, uh, flash to the world. I'm going to have to actually stand up so it gets over the microphone and so Chris can see it. And uh, we'll we'll gauge, we'll gauge how funny this shirt is based off of Chris's reaction.
1: What if I mute myself and turn off my video, so then there's just an awkward dead air.
0: That would be that, that would be exactly that. It would just be an awkward dead air. Oh, fine. All right. So Shoot here's my joke down. here's the sh- here's the shirt I got.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's obviously custom me.
0: Um, so if, if you're like familiar, it. if you're, if you remember it all or not, but, uh, a couple, I'm gonna, I don't want to say a couple podcasts ago, cause it was several podcasts ago. Uh, I talked about getting a shirt that was made by Jim Sterling, uh, that had the words, uh, hashtag fuck Konami on the fr- on the, on the front, uh, with the big boss, uh, Twitter bird.
1: I do like that right, touch.
0: Right on my boob.
1: I, I do like that. Um, your, your yeah. nipples, the eye patch.
0: You it, know, it, it, I was gonna say it's quiet because I saw a lot of skin, but then I had to look at it again, and because it's actually the first time I've actually looked at the shirt. Besides, like glancing at it when I helped when I got it, I was like, "Oh, this looks good," and I set it off to the side until now. Uh, but I actually I like it a lot, and uh, it, it encompasses exactly what everybody thinks of Konami now.
1: Only thing is, I mean, like I don't think a lot of people on the street who see your shirt are gonna really. <laughs> know that, but know what? If it like if you were ever to wear that out, you know what I mean? I I don't think like your your average Joe's gonna be like, oh yeah, Konami, those guys, those bastards.
0: I probably would wear this out in like going out to eat or a restaurant or something. I'd probably wear it going to like a buddy's house.
1: That makes more sense. (laughs) I don't have buddies or friends so yeah, it's rough,
0: isn't it? It's rough, isn't it? I was I was completely lying when I said he would go to a friend's house because I really don't have any that are out here. Okay, I shouldn't say that because one of them listens. He's a really good friend of mine. I apologize. I I'd wear and, it when I go
1: outside to check my mail.
0: Anyhow, on a related note to the shirt, um, I don't know if you heard this or not yet, but uh, Konami finally announced that they're going to be closing Kojima Productions. Um, in Los Angeles,
1: I thought they already. I mean, like I knew. I knew Hideo Kojima left, mm-hmm. like a, well, a week or two no. ago. No,
0: no, he didn't leave. He was or, he's on a vacation before his contract is up,
1: right? And then he can talk in December is when yes. the EDA expires. Okay. yes okay.
0: Yeah, it's like some some form of non-disclosure agreement about his his status as far as being a Konami employee. Gotcha. So Uh, she'll hit the fan line for sure. Yes, well, he had a going away party. Everybody says it's a going away party. Everybody knows it's a going away party. Konami says no, it's his. It's his. I'm going on vacation party, which is hilarious because nobody does that. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyhow, outside of that,
1: I know. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. I just I didn't know that. I thought Kojima Productions was already closed. I thought that was the whole thing with Metal Gear Solid Five.
0: The one in Japan might have been. I'm now. I, I didn't oh, check in right. the details as far as this. Ones. Yeah, but there's one in, uh, L.A.
1: For totally forgot that there was uh, separate.
0: Yeah, there was one in L.A. There, I don't believe there's one in. I mean, honestly, I only read the headline of this article. I didn't read every single detail on it because I'm just like, oh, okay, well, everyone knew that was going to happen. But. Uh, da, da, da. It just says, it doesn't say anything about a stu- another studio, only the L.A. studio. Nah. So I don't know exactly what that means, but that's a thing. So I have to ask, since yes. we didn't really get into doing too much news yet, um, I do want to get to there eventually, but I want to ask you how your week was. I haven't talked to you in a bit. Um, My week? My I week mean, outside been... outside of doing like the... The pre-show, which we actually just talked about food the whole time—I don't know why—but I'm—I'm I'm I'm think-
1: hungry. <laughs> eh. How was your week? Well, let's see. On Monday, I woke up and then I brushed my teeth and then I put on my clothes and then I took a shower and then I had to dry my clothes. Oh, uh, uh, you mean overall?
0: So wait. Oh, I get—I get it now.
1: <laughs> no. Anyway, done No, joke. I
0: got I got I got I got to put on my clothes and took a shower then I had to dry my clothes. I understand now.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, I got a new processor, which meant I had to get a new motherboard, which meant a whole process of things I had to end up going through, unfortunately. But now it's all done and it's all fresh and new and it's beautiful and fast and I love it. So I, I basically upgraded my computers insides, aside from the video card. And the hard drives.
0: Go on. Details. What'd you get? Okay, well, so... Um, make it, make it like, on a scale of nerd, uh, of computer nerd, make it on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, make it about, like, a, a 6 out of 10.
1: I had to reverse the polarity of the flux. No. Um, so, We're not talking about a time machine. <laughs> for uh, a couple of years, I want to say, like, a year or two, Intel's been talking about this new type of consumer processor architecture called Skylake, which is supposed to be this whole new huge thing, and my processor was getting pretty dated when they had announced this. So I just I put aside some money. I was like, you know, when this comes out, I'll get it and upgrade finally. Um and I it got delayed and then I finally found out the other day that it was released like a month ago. So I went and upgraded. Now it's like I so I have an i7 6700k. Um, so as a result, I have to upgrade the motherboard, which oh, it's a fucking nice motherboard, but it doesn't support DDR3 RAM,
0: which is what you had, which
1: is what I had. I didn't even know that there was a DDR4 RAM in existence. So I had to replace all my RAM as a result of that. So now I just have 12 gigabytes of DDR3 RAM just kind of hanging around on my old motherboard with half the SATA ports broken.
0: Wow. You're, why did you what, wait? What'd you do with your SATA ports?
1: Uh, I was trying to SLI my cards, and I didn't. I, I thought I when I, I was trying to snap it in because you know some video cards work. Yeah. Um. And the only thing it was like slightly a bit too long, so when I snapped it in, it pushed the SATA port inside and ruined one of the pins on it, and mm. that happened to two of them. So i it like stupid mistake I did broke a. But I have, like, you five, might,
0: so... You might still be able to get it, like, if you sold it on, like, eBay or something, you might still be able to get some money for it. Oh, yeah, I
1: mean, it's a nice motherboard. I mean, like, it works. Like, it's perfectly fine motherboard, It except for those two things. It's got 12 gigs of RAM, an i7-2600 in it. So, I mean, it's... I, I'm going to keep it, though. I like having spare parts around.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea to keep stuff like that, because you'll never know if you... If the stuff you have breaks down and you need yeah. to send in for repairs or something, you might need extra, extra bits.
1: Sorry, I have the hiccups.
0: No, that's fine. That's okay. It's all, It's all right, Chris. It's okay. Patch you on your shoulder. I, I, I don't <laughs> want to patch you on your head. I want to patch you on your shoulder. Your head is something you do to, like, your your son when he when he no, is no, it's being like, a rascal.
1: No, no, it's like, oh, you... Oh. <laughs>
0: You're so adorable. <laughs> well,
1: it's like a pity thing.
0: Is that is that how all that happened this whole week?
1: Um, I, I mean that was like a two day process because I had to order the RAM and get overnight shipping on it. Um, aside from that, I can't think of anything that I did.
0: Well, if you're done, then I'll go on to mine. I'm done.
1: I think your week might be a little bit more eventful.
0: I had a fun week. All right, let's, let's hear it. So we started. I'm hyped. Started on Monday, just like you do. Uh, no, I, I I don't know. So here's here's what happened this week for me. Um, two things I guess we're really ex- okay. Sorry, three things. So the first thing this I knew something happened earlier this week, but I couldn't remember exactly what. So. I think this was Monday or something like that. I blew you off. Uh, you asked to play some video games, and I'm like, no, nah, man, I got League to play. <laughs>
1: yep, yeah, that's right. And I
0: can't remember if that was Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it, was, it was one but, of those two days.
1: I'm not sure. It might have been both. <laughs>
0: uh, but Chris had asked me to go play... It was like, some Rocket League. Rocket League, I think it was, yeah. yeah. And uh, I said, no, I, I don't want to blow you off or anything, but I want to go... No, it was Dead Rising 3. Ah. We were going to play Dead Rising 3 because we bought that over the weekend. We right. were playing a bit of that together, but... Uh, regardless, that, that besides the point. Um, I said, uh, sorry, man, I'm not going to play tonight. I really wanna, like, I'm i really close to getting gold. I only have to win, t- I think it was two more promo games to get into gold from my silver. And uh, I actually, I did, to make that nice. as short as possible. I did, I beat, I, I won all the games. Now, the last game that I played to get into gold, I felt like kind of dirty because... The other team had a troll pick that they pulled in. They had two eighty carries that came in. If you know anything about league, yeah, uh, they had two ranged guys that deal um, physical damage. Without every auto attack that they do, they deal physical damage. And they picked two people for that for the bottom lane. And the bottom lane is supposed to have one of those and a support guy that's supposed to be there for stuns and snares so and stuff like that. Way
1: over the aggressive or something? Is that kind of what no. was going
0: on? The pick orders. So the person that oh. was the last picked didn't want to play support, so they picked an eighty carry instead. Gotcha. And pissed off the regular eighty carry that picked previously, and it was a fight the whole time between the other teams. So it was constantly um, back and forth. God. One of them was feeding, the other one was just trying running all over the place. And we ended up steamrolling them. I can't remember what the final score was. But it was one of those things that I feel like if we were actually... I'd feel better getting into gold off of a legitimate game. Yeah, then, I mean, th- like, kind of like cheesing it a little bit into gold. I don't gold. understand
1: that. Um, I, I I just say like treat your first game in gold as the one defining your merit for being there. Then,
0: well, that's the thing because um, your
1: MMR is gonna still be
0: it's it'll be the same, yeah, regardless. Yeah. But the thing is, if you lose your gold placement. And if you constantly lose at being at 0 LP in gold, you'll drop down to the league below you, which is, would be, in this case, Silver 1. You get demoted to Silver 1. Well, for the season rewards, at the end of the season, you have to be gold or higher. So, I hit gold now. I'm done with ranked. I'm done until the season's over. The season's over on the 11th this month. When the 11th hits... They go into pr- they'll end the season. You get your rewards, and then it goes into pr- uh, kind of like a, a off season or preseason for the You're next right. next year. Then I'll probably start playing ranked again because it's it'll be more like a serious atmosphere, even though the games really don't matter. And then when the next season starts up, they actually go based off of your MMR. You will play another couple placement matches, like three or something like that, and then after those initial three placement matches, you'll get bounced to whatever um whatever league you should be in uh more often than not people get thrown down at least one tier so i'll probably end up in silver three or four and i'll probably have to yeah i'll probably have to work my way back up to get back into gold sorry but the important thing to me was i wanted to get gold so i can get that exclusive skin and the border and all that stuff I wanted to get all that stuff, and I knew I should have been in gold. I have, I, you know, I've been playing this game forever, and I feel like I'm good enough at least to be gold. I'm happy being in gold.
1: I've had that feeling with StarCraft, and I'm having it now with Rocket League. Where you
0: feel like you need to belong, you belong in one certain league?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. Um, like, for example, StarCraft, I, when, like, the game first came out, StarCraft 2, I lost my placement matches, because I didn't practice against AI before I started to learn the hotkeys, right? So you basically just jumped in blind. Right. So as a result, I lost all my placement matches and started with, like, the shittiest players who so only play with their mouse, Where I saw, like, I know the key macros and shit. Yeah. Or, like, my intent was to learn them. So for, like, two whole seasons, I was stuck having to climb through the ranks slowly. And, like, I know that I'm playing at, like, a gold or platinum level. But I'm stuck here in silver because I'm just not grinding out enough games to get there, and that's yeah. the issue I'm having with Rocket League right now. Is that I've been playing a lot of standard mode, which mm-hmm. is three v three, and I'm in like bronze one, which is low. You know, I'm just above unranked, but since you get so little points per game, it's just so I don't know, tedious that I haven't. It
0: is, yeah, it is very tedious like, to get I'm, to where you think you belong
1: and it sucks more because I'm I know I'm being matched cuz you have that hidden ranking and that's what that is. Yeah. Is that your hidden ranking is matching you against these players in those higher leagues and since they're fair fights you tend to lose them. So as a result you don't gain points to get your actual league ranking up.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, like you said it is very tedious, but I think to me it was it was kind of like a rewarding feeling to get there. To know that I did it all by myself. Right. And um you know, as corny as that sounds. When, when I finally
1: get there Yeah. It's like then then it was like, okay, that whole thing was worth it. There
0: there yeah, there was an over... Like, honestly when I when I hit gold, there wasn't an, and I got that that thing that came up that says, Oh, congratulations, you made it to gold five. There was that overwhelming deep sigh that I took that I was like, finally I Wait got off your there. Shoulders. And I can yeah, and I can say I did it and I did it by myself. I made a duo cute a couple of times, but I did it mostly myself by learning and and adapting and getting better on my own. Right. I didn't have anybody teaching me, I didn't have any of that shit. It was just constantly playing and getting up and I moved up. I started when I started playing ranked. I placed in gold or uh I placed in bronze 4 initially, which is one one tier from the lowest. Ooh, okay. Bronze 5 is the lowest you can get. Once you're Bronze 5 with 0 LP, you have nothing to lose. Literally nothing to lose. You don't lose any more rank. You don't go down any more rankings. Whatever. You're at Gold 5. That's it. I was at Gold 4 is where I placed initially when I started playing back in Season 2 or 3. Right. And over that time, I've just gradually moved up a little bit here and there. And at last year, I placed in Silver three or four i think it was when i when the season ended but i wasn't really trying uh, i wasn't putting my effort forward
1: do you lose points by not playing so like say like you just got yes. gold yes. There so is if ladder. you don't play any more matches can you get back down to silver
0: there is ladder to decay but it's i think it's like after two weeks or something like that so you're safe then yeah i'm safe because that's that's what was my purpose was i i had that much time that i wanted to get into gold i had eight days or whatever it was.
1: Okay, so you don't have to worry about left. playing a match and losing it. Yeah, Okay.
0: exactly. Got you. Um, If I do, if I jump in right now, let's say, and play a match, and I lose it in gold, no harm, no foul. I won't I won't drop down immediately. But if I'm at gold five zero LP, and I lose like four or five games in a row, then boom, I'll get shot down to right. silver. So not, there's, not worth th- it. There's, there's a brief grace period that you get from when you hit a new division, or right, not it, a new division, every, but a new league.
1: Right, because every, every game is... Could be like you could always have that one guy who ruins, makes everybody argue, and ruin the game. So yeah, I mean that's fair enough more, that they give you that.
0: More often than not, that does end up happening. And you know, people, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna get off this leak topic in a little bit here, but people, people say they're stuck in Elo hell and stuff, and they look at it like that, but they also don't look at the fact that a lot of times the issues are yourself, and you're not looking yeah. at the game like maybe I'm fucking this situation up.
1: If everything arounds you, if everything around you, if, if everything everything around around you is you. going wrong, maybe it, you're the issue. You're the, right. Yeah. Maybe you're the cause.
0: Yeah. So once you start learning uh, what to do, what not to do, look at the map, see what you could do, what kind of plays you can make. This applies for any game too, not just League. Um, if you want to learn to get better, l- look at yourself from the outside in and say. How did I die here? How did I lose this game if you're playing like StarCraft? Yeah. How did I die or how did I lose the game? If you look at that stuff and you pick it apart piece by piece, you'll more often than not find the root of your problem and then you can work on correcting it. And that was my issue is I kept going, damn, this fucking team. This is shit. I shouldn't gotcha. be losing these games. I'm too damn good. But when I started looking at it like, well, I shouldn't have died there because I went too ham or whatever – you know, then I started winning games, then I started doing well. It didn't matter if I got support or if I got a different other role that I'm not comfortable with, like Jungle. It came down to the fact that I needed to look at it like every game's a new game, and I need to analyze my own play and not my teammates, because regardless of what I say, I can't play for them. I'm only playing for myself.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's, a great, that's super great advice and super great thinking. Like, that's, yeah, like, when I started Rocket League, I was watching my replays and like, oh god, like I kept smashing into my pe- like my friend. Like, I should probably use ball cameras or like, oh, I can rotate like I do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I just meant like I I was wanting to get better, so I it's tried to stop blaming others. Just so, but like in my mind, it wasn't that selfless of an act. It was more of yeah. it was more of a. God, everyone else fucking sucks. I'm gonna to have to get better to carry them. <laughs>
0: yeah, if only I can, I could be the only one playing and, and hitting the ball and stuff. You know.
1: <laughs> but but it ended up having that same results. I just approached yeah. it as a way more stupid, stupider way. So your your advice is much better.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. To get off that league topic. Right. Um, so that was that was one day of my week, uh, <laughs> and then I can't remember what the other day was. I think it was a Wednesday. I think, no, this was, that Monday, Monday was the league news, Tuesday, I got a big old fat email, Oh, and I sent you a picture of this email, Uh, and it was something that you didn't want to see, not in your email box. It was a big giant letter that says, congratulations, you've been selected to participate in the Overwatch beta. That was a good feeling. I like that feeling. And uh, you play one fucking round of it. No. No. you played like 20 no, minutes. No. Piss no, me the fuck off. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I played, uh, obviously I would have played yesterday, but I'm getting into that in a second. Um, Wednesday night, Tuesday night was when I got the game. I got the invite at 9 o'clock at night. I was playing Dead Rising 3 and I didn't check my email until I was going to bed at about 11 o'clock because I have a job and I have to get up for it. Thank you. <laughs> So when I saw the email, I'm like, fuck, I can't play this game. And I was real salty about it. So I downloaded the game, and I I had it all installed and everything uh, when, when I went to bed. Well, I woke up the next day, and I'm like, maybe I can get on and play a couple rounds. No, because if I did that, I wouldn't have went to work that day. So I let it sit. I came back that night from work, and I played a couple matches. And I was like, you know, this is a lot of fun. I just wish, again, I'm having that team problem. I just wish my team would pick better picks. Now, this, granted, is a team game and is very reliant upon what kind of... Um, I don't know what they're called. They're, this called
1: they're calling them heroes. Are they heroes? They're calling them heroes, yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I don't know what kind of heroes... like. So somebody might like playing this certain hero that doesn't exactly fit into this team comp that everybody's going for. And that could be a problem because... It makes it very hard for breaking somebody's defense or something like that. So, it, you know, it's a very complex game. And I didn't like that aspect of it. But it's because every it's a beta. Everybody's new to the game. Yeah. Everybody's still learning it, getting their favorite heroes down. Uh, and then I played another match this morning. Uh, I played as Junkrat. And fucking, I can say I love the shit out of Junkrat.
1: What's his abilities? Like honestly, I've and I've been okay. purposefully distancing myself from Overwatch so I don't get overhyped. So I don't know all the characters and their abilities right. or the maps or anything like that. So like,
0: I don't, I don't know the maps either. But that's not a big deal. But the um, characters, especially, I don't know. So they released Junkrat and Roadhog at the same time. Junkrat is a little skinny guy with a peg leg. If you could picture the Joker being Australian, that's who this guy is. Okay. He is okay. clinically insane.
1: <laughs> Mill gets uh, into the Joker.
0: He uses a uh uh a grenade launcher kind of thing. Okay. Uh shoots little little grenades that blow up. Kinda of like the demo man. Uh a lot like the demo man. I think he's got five rounds or something, six rounds that he shoots, but, Okay, little little pods. Yeah, little tiny things that explode and they do damage him too. Okay. Um and then uh so his Shift throws down a concussion mine. That when you detonate it, it acts like a rocket boost or a rocket jump. And oh, team fortress, cool. does it hurt you? It does not hurt you. Okay, thank God. So you can throw this down. It does decent damage to an enemy, and you also can use it to bounce and jump up to a second like scaffolding oh, or something, that fun. and surprise the shit out of somebody. I did that this morning. They were running across the scaffolding, and I was shooting my grenade launcher. And I'm like, I'm not fucking hitting this. Fuck this! <laughs> I threw down a concussion mine, popped it. I jumped up there right next to him. I'm like, okay, you die, and then you die, and it was great. It was fun. And uh, that sets his shift. His E throws down just like a big old bear trap. Activates after a second and pops up the giant words triggered across your screen if somebody steps in it. Um, and then you can stack. You can stack uh, your 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 trap and your concussion mine at the same place oh if you that's to. pretty cool so your concussion mine's hidden underneath the trap
1: that's clever
0: so if you put your trap up at the top of the stairs and your concussion mine un- like kind of positioned a little bit back and your con- your your traps here yeah so they're, they're kind the of to each other yeah and then what they do is since the stairs are here and they come up this way right here I'm making signals on the on the camera, Sorry. by the way, for those not okay. watching YouTube. Come up the stairs here. <sighs> they'll get stuck on the trap and it don't, are immobilized. And then you pop your concussion mine. If it's on one of the maps that's has a giant ledge here that they fly off of. And you pop oh, your concussion mine, it can shoot awesome. them back over the ledge. Oh, and they that's just fall evil.
1: I love stuff like that.
0: Uh, I so wish I could play this game. There's that. Although I do um, own it now. And then what?
1: I bought Overwatch. Oh, right, yesterday. right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, you
0: bought it on GameStop before they realized it was up for purchase.
1: Before it was supposed to be, yeah. Uh,
0: and then what else? What am I missing? Uh, so, oh yeah, uh, you right click. Your all your right click is always detonate the mine. Okay. So uh, that's. Does pretty he have neat. an ultimate? Yeah, and then his ultimate is Q is a giant tire that he revs up. He pulls it off his back, sets it down, revs this tire up, and then you control a tire kind of like tire. you control like an RV. Yes, a tire for like a, a car. Like a, okay. It has giant spikes on it, and it's got a giant explosive in it, and you control it kind of like you can control an RC car in like Black Ops or something, and you drive it at your target, and then whenever it gets to wherever you want to blow it up, you left click and it explodes in a giant AOE, and oh. does a bunch of bunch of damage. Uh, it's real real cool. Um,
1: I'm going to enjoy that game. I know
0: I'm going yeah, to that. Yeah, it is, it is a lot of fun. At least Junkrat's a lot of fun. So,
1: they released one today where it's a, like the Pudge or the other that's guy. That's Roadhog.
0: That's Roadhog. Yeah. He was actually released the same time Junkrat did. Once. Okay. Yeah, uh, that seems fun. Yeah, he has a giant scatter gun uh, and a hook. So if you hook somebody, pull them in right in front of you and then just... <laughs> And blast them right in the face with your scatter gun more often than not if they're a squishy character, they're going to be dead. That's awesome. So yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, and then he has his whole range of moves that I'm not going to get into. If you want to check yeah. it out, go check out the website and check all the moves out.: Overwatch Battlenet. net. yeah, I don't have time to get into all that stuff because this next story that I have Day I know three. It's, I know it sounds like I'm, I'm just rambling here, but this is very uh, this is kind of important imperative. So if the podcast runs a little bit over, I apologize, uh, and if you hear me coughing. I'll try to commute it as fast as possible, but you'll understand why here in a second. So we came home yesterday, and uh, Kayla went to go use the oven, and she went to turn the bro- she turned the broiler on, uh, and it's a newer oven, so it's expected to smell until you get that broiler scent out of there.
1: Yeah, the the metal.
0: Yeah. So she turned the broiler on and started, started preparing the salmon. I came in here and I was watching videos like I normally do when I come home from work. Uh, trying to catch up on all my YouTube subscriptions and shit like that because we don't have cable. That's what I do. Yeah, same here. Um, so I'm sitting here watching a video and then all of a sudden I just hear like kind of like a scream, but it's nothing out of the ordinary. I thought it was just her yelling at cats because she always does that because they're always misbehaving. We have four of them, if you're not aware. We have four cats. They're all mischievous. Um, and guess
1: who two people are allergic to cats that are going to be moving. <laughs>
0: uh anyway so we i, I was like what is this noise it's just kayla whatever and then i heard it again and this time it sounded like life threatening like i'm yeah, being dabbed, and it sounded like she was screaming for her life i'm like what the fuck so i pulled my headphones off real quick and i hear her just yell for me i'm like she's like i need you now i'm like what so I pull my headphones off and just as I'm running to the kitchen, she goes, "There's a fire!" I'm like, "You fucking what?" <laughs> <laughs> she's you like, run. "You, you look far." <laughs> she's like, "There's a fire!" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I get in there and there's smoke in the kitchen, and kind of like in the dining room area. Oh shit! Like so, there was a lot. Like it was like like billowing. So what ended up happening was. Now this is. I'm not going to go into more detail than that because you don't really need to know more detail than that as far as what happened with the fire. But what ended up happening was uh, a couple weeks back. This is how long it's been since we used the oven last. A couple weeks back, uh, we got pizza from a local place out here, and we put the pizza box uh, in the oven. Took the pizza out, threw it away. Put the pizza box in the oven because the cats were going after it and tearing into it, and it was just a way to get them get it away from the cats. Oh shit! We left it cracked. And Kayla told me, don't close that because we need to get that pizza box out of there. I said, okay, whatever. Later that night, I'm like, ah, I'll remember this shit. Boom. And I closed the oven, not even thinking about it. Oh, so no. technically, this is my fault. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I already told her oh, technically okay. it's my fault. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to the YouTube um, recording, I apologize. My email notification just went off. I forgot to close that. Uh, so that just got taken care of. So if you hear, you shouldn't hear that anymore. Uh, but anyway, so... What ended up happening was that oven really has no form of ventilation, except at the top there's an exhaust tube that kind of comes up uh, to exhaust any of the the hot air. So it's really stupid design. I, I know it's required, but it's really dumb design the way they have it figured out. But anyway, so what ended up happening was you had the pizza box in there and the broiler on, and it got real hot in there. Well, there was very limited oxygen with that exhaust. So when she opened the front of the uh, oven, all this oxygen came rushing in, caught oh. this heat and the box, and it just ignited them and went. <sighs> like back to style. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. And uh a lot of people don't know this about us, but we were in a, a condo fire that uh this happened several years ago. Uh we actually ended up we had three cats at the time. We got two of them shoved in a cat one small ass cat carrier. We had to go out the second story and jump down to the ground floor barefoot uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning after we got back from working out the night before, so we were already sore as fuck. Dropped down on sticks and stones and stuff uh, and piles of mud. She had to drop the cats down to me, and we booked it over to the car. We left one cat in the condo because we couldn't find him. turns out he was hiding underneath one of the... um, uh, the dressers and uh, um, the fire. The fire department. Luckily, our place didn't catch on, on fire. It was the place next to us, but we got a ton of smoke. Yeah, I and, panic. but when we got out to the balcony, we looked over and we just saw flames coming out, and it was very panic-inducing. And we we had dreams and nightmares about it for at least a week. I had at least a week. She had it longer. Holy shit! Um, so this is something that we didn't want to experience again. Yeah, understandably. Now, now, long story short, as far as that goes, uh, the the last cat was found. He was pulled out of the fire, and nothing or the smoke, and and he had a little bit of, of smoke inhalation, and he was fine. Um, but anyway, this pizza box thing uh, started really smoking up the place, and we were running around panicking the whole time. Now I'm just telling you this. I don't even care about the podcast anymore at this point, because <laughs> this story is this is kind of like the the part where I was talking about before was. I was We were running around panicking, like we didn't know what to do. We don't have fire extinguishers in the apartment. There's one out in the hall, but you have to break glass to get to it. And I was like, eh. (laughs) Well, because here's the situation. If it it wasn't
1: actually a fire.
0: Here's the situation that was, uh, to me, at least as I saw it, I ran into the kitchen. I opened it to confirm. Yes, there's a fire in there. I don't know why I did that. I opened it to confirm. Yeah, there's a fire in there. Closed it back up. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. We need to do this, blah, 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 blah. And... I'm like, alright, go get fans. We need to get the smoke out of here so we can breathe. We need to get fans mounted everywhere and, and do all this stuff. And she's like, I don't know, should I get the cats? Should I get the cat carriers? And we were just panicking trying to figure out what to do. Because cat carriers, we need them, we're downstairs and locked up. And I second like a, a moment of clarity hit me it just like snap. And then I'm like, wait a second. The fire is in the oven. The oven's made for heat and fire. There is a limited combustible material in there. Once it burns up, it's going to go away. So that's when we go out into the hall. As she's going down, she—I think she going to want to go down to get the cat carrier. She wanted to call the fire department. All this stuff. So we get we get to the hall, and I'm like, no, I don't want to break that because we don't really need it. Yeah, no, we don't. There's sense. nothing to extinguish. It's just a cardboard box. That's gonna fire go, f- yeah, that's it's going to go. Yeah, it's going to it's going to go away. Yeah. So. Uh, we get back in. We set up fans. We get everything blowing uh, out the windows and stuff. And do you have, like a vented
1: micro or a microwave thing?
0: Yeah, yeah. We have a vented. It's actually just a hood that's over top of the stove, but oh. it's a pretty shitty vent system. Does it does
1: actually like go out though, or does it recycle? No, It, oh, no, okay, just, never mind, it blows then. it out into your face. Oh, never mind.
0: It's <laughs> it's pretty dumb, but yeah, it it did help as far as blowing the air towards the door of the kitchen, okay. to get it out to the window because there's no window in the kitchen. But we called up her mom, and we told her, bring the fans. Uh, We need some fans to help circulate the air. She came up in, like, 15 minutes or whatever. By the time she got here, ironically, most of the smoke was already out. Um, So now it just smells like the kitchen and the dining room area and the the living room smell like somebody just lit a cardboard box fire over in there. Um, So we've just been trying to work. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know why. Uh, We've been working on trying to get that scent out of here for a while, so. That was that was just yesterday. That's that's why we didn't record. If you saw my Twitter message, I uh, said something came up. That was what came up, and we, we handled it, and everything was was taken care of. Um,
1: I'm so glad I've never actually been in like hazardous fire situation before
0: yeah that's why that's why i told you i think i told you today uh i wouldn't wish this upon anybody it's one of the most panic-inducing things but i told kayla i said it could be much worse if you didn't close that oven or turn the heat off and you left it open that whole wall would have went up in flames and we would have had a whole apartment fire and we wouldn't be sitting here right now you
1: don't want any flashpoint stuff happening that'd be bad
0: yeah so she she made the right call in throwing that up and and uh, throwing the door up and then i th- i like to believe that i made the right call about not calling the fire department and getting fans set up and not panicking that was what i was really good at doing
1: i mean i'd say like if there's no damage that's going to be happening there'd be no reason because all yeah. they're going to do is tell you okay it's they, they would have told you what you did and then mm-hmm. charge you for it yeah. and then find you and shit you so know?
0: If you hear me coughing, that's because I was sitting in front of a, a smoky cardboard box fire for a while trying to get air blowing out the window and breathing that in. So It's a shame. I, I tried propping the fans up as much as possible, and I had to run away and take breaks and deep breaths that out of sucks. another room. But, yeah, it's one of those situations that I told Kayla, I said, I'm I'm really glad that it happened the way it happened. Because if it didn't happen that way and it happened a different way, it could have been much, much worse. And now we can take this as a precursor to do and get you into a fire prevention and fire safety class, which I highly recommend. I now obviously this podcast is going to sound a bit preachy, and it's more fucking forty minutes into this thing, but Uh, already yes. uh, But I'm going to push this on everybody: go take a stupid class. It's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you some of your free time. Worth it. But it could save your fucking life. And I'm telling you this because I've had to deal with this shit before. Um and the only reason I knew how to react in that situation is because I've taken those classes um and I was in I was in uh, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and they they've covered this stuff. Um so I highly urge you if you have not taken one of those classes go do it. Uh it could save you or your family's first, life someday. First
1: aid for sure. Like yeah. I, I had to do first aid CPR and first aid CPR yep. stuff uh, for a job and like that first aid comes in handy so much like and it was just a six-hour course. Well, I mean, stretched out over time. Stuff, yeah, well,
0: but. honestly, I attribute half of the stuff that I know right now as far as, like, safety and things like that to Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts because I learned a lot of that shit there. I was and in as, them
1: for a while, but not, not that much.
0: Yeah, after I, hit Boy Boy Scouts, after I hit Boy Scouts, I kind of lost interest because it stopped being fun and it started being more like work.
1: Yeah, when it but. got to the badge phase. Yeah. And not so. play. <laughs>
0: yeah you know like okay we're gonna play like fucking i don't even know what the hell we yeah. played i forgot um, it was so long when ago. it got
1: away from kickball into how to tie a knot i was like fuck this i'm out
0: let's find out how to pitch a tent yeah <laughs> 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 elbow jabs but uh, anyway let's see of uh, the future so, all right, we have, we're four, like I was saying, we're 40 minutes in, so now we gotta power through all this news in like 20 minutes, so we're we about do to this. do this. Okay. I'm gonna take a sip of beer really quick, and then we'll. Sip Sorry, wait, water. no. Sip water. I lied. This is not beer, according to Mike. Uh, hard cider is not beer.
1: Who cares? It tastes great.
0: Exactly. Thank you. See, I like having somebody out here that agrees yeah. with me for once. Like,
1: I, had a, I tried a mind type the other day, I'm gonna order one again. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's a grilly drink I don't care it tastes good It it's fucking pink and you know what that's awesome you know alcohol <laughs> alcohol doesn't just have to get you drunk to me it has to taste good yeah. if I don't enjoy the taste of it then, then I'm not going to want to get drunk off of it <laughs> yeah alright anyway let's, let's start at the top we're going to go th- power <laughs> through right. these as fast as possible I'm going to read the headline no more changes. you go ahead and react to the situation at hand okay now, we initially called these uh, Quick Mentions and then that moved into being quentions, but I have a better a better name for the segments. Uh, we're going to call these Microtransactions.
1: <laughs> yeah! God damn it.
0: All right, so our first microtransaction. <laughs> oh my God. It pains me to say that, but I'm leaving it in there. All right, you ready?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: the defeat in your voice is great all right so batman arkham knight is they're offering full refunds until the end of 2015 uh regardless of playtime. so regardless of how long you've been playing it you'll get a refund uh wait wait shh. i know, you're, I, I, know you're I wasn't say
1: about to comment uh
0: so uh, that was chris coughing not me by the way uh It says that Season Pass was also refundable, but they're not allowed to do it separately. So you can't just keep the game and return the Season Pass. So you have to return both. Uh, If you want to return the Season Pass, you are able to, though. And that's up until the end of 2015. Excuse me. And then um, they also state that they're going to try to continue to patch the game and fix a lot of the problems that are with it. Because apparently there's still a lot after this last patch that went through. Uh, but they're not making any promises, which is why they're offering this full refund thing.
1: See, I I, I thought that was the case the entire time. Ever since they pulled it off Steam, I thought you could get a refund whenever you wanted, no questions asked.
0: Well, if you want to know the details of that, I would suggest listening to one of our previous podcasts when we discussed that.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'm going to keep this as short as possible. That's the easiest way to explain it. Okay, well, I'm glad that they're offering those refunds. I I still haven't played it since it was re-released, um, Do you own it? No, but it's on family share.
0: Okay, I have so access te- to it. Technically, own it.
1: I, I have access to it. I haven't cared enough because the bits I played, I was just eh, too much it's Batmobile. A,
0: apparently, yeah. Apparently, it's a tank simulator with your Batmobile. That's yeah, what I've heard I'm about. not a fan of that. So, and I'm, I'm not too invested in the series in the first place. I have all the games because they were on sale on sale on Steam, and I'm like, oh hey,
1: yeah, Steam pretty, sale, pretty much five
0: five bucks. I'm gonna buy it.
1: City was awesome. I'll, I'll give it that much. And Asylum paved the way for lots of future games.
0: Yeah, so uh, the next thing is Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is going to be getting modding and mapping tools next year on the PC. Uh, this comes with a claim of unranked, dedicated server files. The Director of Development, Caesar Statsny, stated that, uh, please remember that this is software development, so things don't always work out exactly as planned. Sometimes features slip or drop off altogether. Sometimes they get replaced with other more awesome features as we hit into limitations of our original plans. Now, a little bit of side note on the whole Black Ops 3 news. It just launched today on, on all the platforms it's available on. I don't recall all of them. I think it's Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, and Xbox One and PC. I think those are all of them.
1: Probably maybe Wii U. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they scaled it down for Wii U or not, but uh, it just launched today, November 6th, and apparently is all sorts of broken on the PC.
1: Yeah, like Arkham Knight levels are broken.
0: Yeah. that's what I've heard. Yeah, here's a couple of different issues. But the beta was fine. The beta was fine. Yeah, that's another thing, too. We pl- I played the You played the beta, right? I
1: played, I want to say, I played like a couple of rounds. I played like 45 minutes to an hour of it. I didn't yeah, play that much, I, but I played enough to know it wasn't fucking broken.
0: I played for a couple hours, and it was fine. It was super smooth. Well... Uh, here's a couple of the different issues that are coming up. Uh, the intro logos will show up, like the splash art that says like yeah. uh, Treyarch and, and, all, and that all that stuff. And yeah, Publishers, I mean, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it'll say Activision, and then it says Treyarch, and then all of a sudden it's just going to be a black screen. And that's all you see. You'll, you'll hear stuff, but all you see is a black screen. Jesus. Uh, some people can get past that point and get to the part where you select the mode, like if you want single player, multiplayer, zombie mode. Uh, some people will get to that, but each selection is grayed out, so they can't click on anything. Oh man! Uh, there's apparently terrible overall performance, frame drops, and supposedly a memory leak now, where the CPU will hit a, a usage of a hundred percent very frequently.
1: Real quick, didn't their pre the previous Call of Duty release on PC that was Advanced Warfare, right? Yes, didn't that, that, that had was the, done by those same issues. Hammer. Uh, that the poor performance and memory leak at launch, I remember.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't exactly know if that if that happened or not. I it, um, it did. I remember because
1: I, I had an issue that came with it.
0: Personally, I didn't experience any issues with Advanced Warfare. Okay, but I I don't really have any interest in this one, and that sucks because I'm kind of a Treyarch fan. I put I've said it on the podcast before. I put like three or four hundred hours into the original Black Ops, and then only like a handful of hours into Black Ops Two because I thought it was a downgrade. Um and then let's see. Da, da, da. So yeah, there's a there's a memory leak. Uh CPU CPU usage frequently hits a hundred percent. Holy um, shit, that's bad. Yes. So then the only way to fix that is to close your game, open it back up. Uh and then of course the player base is making the hot fixes by tweaking files, like put the INI fixes and all that stuff. Right. Um but they're not working for everybody, so it's not a uh, confirmed fix for all. Seems like they didn't
1: test their game on enough hardware. That's what it yeah. that sounds so, like to me.
0: Treyarch is kind of pulling an oopsie daisy, and they're trying to fix it. Um, maybe, you know, it's it's hard to say. Just like with the the mat- modding and mapping tools, That's... they said they said that about Black Ops Two, and it never happened.
1: Here's the thing to me, right? I'm so disappointed and upset that the fact that a game comes with support for mods and mapping tools is news. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awful. Like that shouldn't be news. That should just be a given.
0: You know, like, that's one of the things that makes in progress. You, that's one of the things that makes your game last. Look at fucking like, Skyrim League 2. Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. Oblivion uh, is still played a lot. Yeah. Because of the mods, the mods can make it look like fucking Skyrim, Oblivion look like Skyrim, exactly. And then Skyrim, you can make the prettiest game that's actually out right now with mods.
1: Yeah, and look at how many games spawned from the Source Engine that were mods. Team Fortress, oh, yeah. uh, Counter Strike, um, and then you have games like Dota that came from mods of Warcraft, and you know, like so many games came from mods. It used to be yeah, commonplace, it, but now since you don't own games anymore, you can't do shit, and it's and terrible. if it
0: wasn't if it wasn't for shit like, excuse me, if it wasn't for shit like Dota in the first place being made off of the Warcraft engine, yeah, the mod being made off the Warcraft engine, shit like League of Legends wouldn't exist, yeah, Smite still probably wouldn't exist, even though it's got a new perspective on it, it still probably wouldn't exist. Yeah, but the idea
1: spawned from Dota. Yeah, I mean. exactly warcraft and all that
0: so i think that all this may be happening just because activision was pushing release dates treyarch is not necessarily a company that does this on purpose they're always a company that i've noticed from playing their previous games that always tries to get a fix out and always tries to have support for the pc community and and the pc uh, game in general but i have a feeling like it's activision kind of being like no we gotta get out now
1: See, my first experience with Treyarch was Call of Duty 3, which was console exclusive
0: mm-hmm.
1: and terrible in every way, in my opinion. Yeah. So I've always had a negative association with Treyarch until well, I found out that they were the ones who made Call of Duty United Offensive, which was the expansion pack for Call of Duty 1. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, I forgive everything because well, also, I have 2,000 they- plus hours in that game.
0: Yeah, they also did um, World at War. Yeah. And not Which many people played that. Yeah, but I thought it was probably one of the better, um, like, old I had themed. it on the Wii. <laughs> all right, well, I feel sorry for you.
1: I used motion controllers. I didn't play through it.
0: <laughs> um, all right, well, we need to move on. All right, obviously, obviously this podcast is going to run over. We're going to go over an hour. I apologize, but I, have, I had all that shit i had to get out of my system i've we'll, been building we'll it up, up.
1: always we'll speed up i'll be faster all
0: right so this one i'm not even there's no discussion to be made uh if you're interested in it go check it out while it still lasts um i don't know how many how much longer it actually lasts for but hearthstone introduced a co-op tavern brawl if you're interested in fighting a big old bad boss guy with your friend then go do that um not much else to really say about that uh so the wow subscriber numbers have ended up slipping again and they're down to 5.5 million subs. Blizzard
1: stopped announcing them, I thought. Yes. Okay.
0: They said they were going to stop announcing them, but this year they slipped through, uh, and they're down to 5.5 million subs.
1: Damn.
0: One year ago today, they were around 7.5 million. That's
1: a huge drop-off.
0: Two million people, yeah. Uh, now, Blizzard also stated that this is going to be the last time that anybody's going to see those numbers, as there are, according to them. Better metrics to go based off of to tell you how a game's performing. That's now, fair enough comment. Obviously, Blizzard's going to have other forms of revenue coming in now. One which we'll get into in a minute here, but uh, that was one of the things that they, that they stated off that. Um, also, Blizzard higher... Now, uh, there's going to be a lot of Blizzard news here because blizzcon coming through and all that stuff um there might be some new stuff that's just being talked about now that we don't even know i don't have out of these show notes because it was announced after I there's a them.
1: mode in heart of the S- or heroes of the storm that was announced uh yeah. just recently which was uh, like archon mode for starcraft 2 where two people control one hero oh interesting yeah
0: um the warcraft trailer was just released too which looks amazing
1: like, okay, I am sure that like okay, you know how they showed like the whatever royalty human royalty people. Okay, wait. Are...
0: If okay. you want to watch the trailer, okay. Go watch the trailer now. Pause the podcast. Go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Thank you. There are going to be trailer spoilers if you care about that. I don't know how many people actually do, but go on.
1: Okay, well, first of all, I don't know much about World of Warcraft because I didn't really play any of it. Um but I have seen the trailer. And That said, I'm sure that whatever main character, person, whatever armor that they were donning is probably like the real life version of some like special, you know, uh, like unique armor in the game. I'm sure, like it has to be. It'd be silly if they didn't have some connection like that. But that you, said, it looks so corny. Like the armor design looks like way out of place for the atmosphere they about were going the, for.
0: The orcs or the humans?
1: The humans. Okay. The, uh, it, it, I remember blue and like a cheesy looking crown. I was like, this looks too. too that's the alliance.
0: Like, that's the alliance logo. That's like well, that's like their no, like banner this whole armor
1: climb. set looked a bit like just kind of too cartoony but to the point where I was like, it has to be an armor set from the game or something like, I'm sure that's why I, it looks that way.
0: I don't know if it's actual armor set from the game. If not, I'm sure it will be, but I do know that it probably is on one of the NPCs in the game. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what his actual it, the was awesome. name is. I think it's Varian Rin. No, that's not him. Um, and I think, is it Anduin? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, but, but essentially the guy that that's in Vikings plays Ragnar Lothbrok plays uh, the main character, main human. I don't know. Now, I'll, I'll be the first, I'll be the first to admit, I don't know much about this, the base story of um, Warcraft. So I don't know how much this actual movie relates to I know what happens in the World prequel, of Warcraft. Basically. Okay. Because I was like, I don't think that the orcs and the humans would get along because World of Warcraft was always about those two, especially those two races, clashing.
1: From what I heard at BlizzCon when I had it on the background was that this is basically what happened leading up to the events that started World of Warcraft.
0: Well, they also announced recently, I think this was just announced today actually, that uh, Activision Blizzard now has a movie studio called Activision Blizzard Studios. <laughs> Okay, so, well, that's actually these days, exciting. One of these days you'll be going to tour Activision Blizzard Studios in Orlando, Florida or something. Hey,
1: if I can ride some like Diablo ride, I'd be all for it. That'd
0: be great. <laughs> That'd be cool. I would fucking love that. All right. Anyhow, uh, Blizzard's now hiring people that can fix their old games and kind of bring them up to date. There's no news if it's going to be like HD remasters or if they'll just be compatibility fixes for newer hardware. Okay. It would be really nice to get Diablo 2 in a 1080p monitor not stretched oh, to look like garbage. Fucking yes, right? I would love that. that I want Diablo so 2 great. on the
1: Diablo 3 engine is what I want.
0: I'll take it. I would love to play Necromancer again.
1: Yeah, like that's basically what I want. Like give me D2 looking like D3 Yes, and I'll play it. And functioning like it too.
0: Yeah, give me give me my hotkeys, my F1 keys, all those F keys no, that I, I can
1: bind. I, I like... I like I like Diablo 3's kind of gameplay approach to that better. That I'll be honest.
0: I don't know, the ability to fast, fast switch between all those essential abilities was super nice.
1: True, but with that but then you have to have a skill tree. And, yeah, I'm okay and with which that too. I like, which I liked better. So yeah, yeah. I'm okay yeah, with I skill trees you, you because
0: point. to me skill trees offer way more variety than the way that that Diablo 3 does it, because Diablo 3 does it a certain way where there's he uses a... gear as your skill tree. Yeah, and there's a set in stone rune and skills that are top of the line that the best uh, DPS or whatever for your certain class, whatever it would be, like your Barbarian, the yeah. best build for him is maybe a Whirlwind... I don't know, I don't play Barbarian. Whirlwind build or whatever else the other big old two-hander is. Yeah. Um, that big old two-hand uh, mace that you want to get. But that's going too much into detail. So Yeah. <laughs> I hope they are HD remasters. Me too. Um, Me too. I'd buy it. But I will also accept a compatibility update. Yeah. So I'm there's also there. there's also words maybe maybe they just need these people so they can kind of bring the functionality to their actual launcher. So if you have the game already on, you're uh,
1: that's a account, good point, because it's you not click the
0: button. Yeah. So there's there's no news yet, but Trust me, when there's news, I probably will cover it as long as I remember it.
1: BlizzCon is currently going on, so...
0: Yeah. So, uh, going based off of the Blizzard news, we'll jump right down to this one. Activision Blizzard purchases Candy Crush devs King for $5.9 billion. That's so much fucking money. Man, that's
1: so much fucking
0: money. Now, I don't need to reemphasize this, but King are terrible developers as it is because, if you don't remember this, a while back, they tried... They trademarked and copyrighted Candy Crush in the name, so nothing of the word m-
1: separately, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, nothing that you can actually actually was it just candy that they got? Yeah, so yeah, you cannot use a candy at all in their name because they trademarked it.
1: Which I mean, that's that's not unheard of in copywriting, but it's usually because it's like for logos on a t shirt,
0: yeah, or they co- a- you
1: copyright this specific version of the word candy, but not the word candy in general, which is what they try to do,
0: yeah, and. So all right, regardless, yeah. Kings bullshit aside, a lot of uh, they're, They self-reported an annual revenue of 1.9 billion dollars. Uh, no, that's annual, so every year. And then they say that the profits are around 568 million out of that. Um. Okay. So obviously, stuff that you'll have to pay. A, up, pay your. Seems staff like a cheap buyout, like
1: actually. With yeah, knowing so that.
0: so five point nine billion dollars. That's a really cheap buyout. Uh, they will operate as a subsidiary of Activision. Uh, Activision Blizzard. I, I don't. I'm fucking. I'm not. Call, I'm just gonna call them Activision because Activision what it feels like. Let's be clear. Activision owns Blizzard too.
1: I mean, like they're their own things, but they're the same company now. It's it's so weird. Yeah. It, whatever.
0: All right. Well, Activision Blizzard will provide, and I I quote here, experience support an investment to continue to build on their tremendous legacy and reach new potential. <laughs> okay. End quote. Guess uh, who said that? The head? Head of?
1: Uh, Activision.
0: Which, do you know his name?
1: Evil pedo face man.
0: Bobby Bobby Kotick. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does have an evil evil pedo face. <laughs> um, but then he goes on to say that the, quote, the combined revenues and profits solidify our position. Now, you could tell this is just about money. The combined revenues and profits solidify our position as the largest, most profitable standalone company in interactive entertainment. With a combined global network of a more than half a billion monthly active users, our potential to reach audiences around the world on devices of their choosing enables us to deliver great games to even bigger audiences than ever before. End quote.
1: I will agree and disagree on that. One, they don't beat Valve in that regard because... As far as money goes,
0: no, but, but they ca- private user amount. and they
1: don't report their income, so no one yeah. knows how much they make. But there's no way they make more than them. That said, they definitely make way more games than them, <laughs> yeah. So they definitely probably are the biggest games pusher, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft, so, to EA, and them.
0: That's that's a big news story. Normally, we talk a lot about it, but there's really not much else to talk about as far as that topic goes. Um, I mean, it's pretty eh. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about the whole thing, honestly. I don't really give a shit because I didn't really care for King. I don't care yeah. what happens to them now. All I know is that
1: it's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. So if if projections are correct, they should stand to make a profit out of the purchase, uh, as long as they you know they can continue to wrap, ramp up sales a little bit and uh, get those going. Um, the next thing is Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, post-launch DLC was finally revealed in a blog post. Uh, so I'll run through this whole thing and then. Can, unless can, we, can we talk
1: about that other thing? That they well, they postponed the release of the game. Okay. And then can we talk about the other thing? I don't know if that's allowed to be talked about. That is involves siege.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Send me a message on Steam, and I'll answer that. Mm. Is it
1: NDA? I don't I that's what I'm, I'm trying to think I don't think it is.
0: Was it about the Yeah, okay, the technical so okay. Test?
1: No, it's not. Okay, so so the
0: technical test was streamed, so you're yeah, allowed to use... Yeah.
1: That's what I was trying to remember if it was okay. or not because I was getting yeah. mixed up with other games that are under NDA. Okay. Um so yeah, yeah they, we also
0: we also played some games that aren't allowed to be talked about too. Yeah. But that's a different story.
1: But, um so but yes, yeah, so like they de- they they delayed the release of Siege and are running uh, extra tests so something must have cropped up in development is all I can think of yeah. or they're having well, issues with balance
0: uh, it could be the balance thing
1: I think it's the honestly. balance thing to be honest
0: um, okay so yeah the post launch DLC is, is this and I'm just going to power through this if you feel at any point that it's you have something very pivotal to the story that you can't go back to then stop me they are using a quote no paywall philosophy Maps are going to be given away for free. and extra characters can be unlocked by playing the game or with real money. Okay. For the first year of DLC will be divided into four different seasons, each with a different theme. Um so That's it sounds
1: theme. Yeah. So Interesting.
0: Year 1 is going to feature four new maps, eight new characters, new game modes and cosmetic items. Uh and then there's the quote from the blog post. All these quotes that I'm reading are from the blog post if you want to read them. Um, there's ways to get there on on the show notes. <clears throat> Maps and modes will be free and available immediately for everybody. Uh, new operators and most weapon skins can be unlocked with earned currency called Renown or with R6 credits. The only new content that will be available exclusively by purchase will be a small number of premium weapon skins that are purely aesthetic and have no impact on gameplay.
1: That is how you do microtransactions in games, in my opinion. Player base is drop... split. There's no advantage.
0: Yeah, let me drop this on you. New operator will run you $5 or 25000 renown, which would be acquired by roughly 25 hours of gameplay.
1: Okay, so having played previous tests, I don't know what the rate in which you gained renown was. I that, don't remember that exactly. Is
0: that is what the developer says about it it'll take roughly 25 hours of gameplay to get 25000 renown okay. so so if you take the average of 25 hours to get one operator and you want to just play it for free and they're releasing what uh eight new operators in the first year then that's going to take you 200 hours of gameplay to get all of those operators in one year. So if you see yourself playing this 200 hours, now that's just an operator. You're not including anything else that comes out, weapons, otherwise.
1: Right. Well, operators are unique to their weapons in that game. So far, at least.
0: But there are weapons that you can. have to pay with renown for. That's
1: a bit extreme, then. So they must have been toying with the... I bet that's probably why they delayed it, if they're toying with the rates still, then, because...
0: Maybe, Maybe. unlocking
1: people was relatively easy
0: well on the uh, on the actual blog block blah blog, blog post and mm. blog post uh, on the blog post it says for an online competitive multiplayer now this is a part I completely agree with for an online competitive multiplayer game it's imperative that we don't create a divide in the community or introduce pay- to-win mechanics by doing it this way we hope that to keep our community in uh, united and engaged over the long term. It took me a little while to figure out what that word was. So that I completely agree with that. Yeah, you don't want to split up your community, kind of like um, map packs. battlefield. You don't battlefield, want, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Battlefield released all these different this different DLC that you had to buy, and if one friend has all these map packs because they bought one piece of DLC, and the other friend has all the other map packs, they can't play together. Because they don't have the same maps. Unless
1: you find a server which has none of them um, Yeah, unless you and find a server.
0: Yeah, unless you find a server that has all the base maps, and then nobody gets to enjoy their DLC.
1: Right. So So that's clever. That that's how I see a lot more games doing it too in the future. Like like uh Evolve did it where like all the maps are free, but like Let's
0: not talk about Evolve.
1: Um but no I'm saying like a lot of games <laughs> are doing it in the future now where like the maps and gameplay parts are gonna be free, so there is no split in the player base, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. the only things i still see doing that are wow expansions and diablo expansions Uh, which by
0: the way apparently they're supposed to be announcing another diablo expansion this blizzcon
1: i'm ready for it
0: oh yeah i think everybody's ready for it as long as it comes out within the within like very soon in the next year
1: yeah that'd be nice like like quarter one 2016 or or Or, like december
0: or they start pumping out seasons faster for diablo 3 that would be nice too
1: that i think that's why this one's taking so long is they're waiting for full the expansion.
0: All right. Well, the last thing I really had to talk about, this is the last thing I have in my news. Uh, Steam, I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but if you did, awesome, because I like to have a discussion about this the most. Steam rolls out an item store for Rust. Uh, so essentially, the easiest way to explain it is it's going to be like microtransactions for everybody. It's going to exist along the, alongside the community market. And you could think of it like a community marketplace for developers to sell in-game items uh, that will create some extra revenue for themselves. So instead of somebody selling, uh, you know, you selling me an item on the marketplace, it could be the developer selling me an item. Now, both the light, both of the prices will be listed on the item. So one from the market and then one from the item store. And then this will kind of get give the consumer... Uh, bird's eye view of what the prices would be to compare who has a cheaper price so for example if a pistol goes for three bucks on the item store but in the market it's about five dollars you can clearly tell on the thing on the on the, the page of the item and then like another example is like a shirt on the item store uh, would be three bucks but it's on the market for like five cents Okay. the, the developer is not going to adjust that price you know what I mean? The developer's they're letting not the go, community
1: set the price
0: yeah so, if you if you wanted to sell a shirt, but you wanted to sell it, and you wanted it to go, you'd put a discount on it cheaper than the item store. Right. But if I wanted to buy a shirt, and I also like, say, like the developer, like, I love Face Punch Studios. They're, they've done pretty much nothing wrong with their games, uh, besides remove zombies from that game, uh, which I thought was a fucking stupid play. But Lots of
1: zombies going around now. People had zombie fatigue. I, I can get why.
0: Yeah, I can see that, but like a guy like this, uh, Gary Newman uh, is actually like the the head honcho behind Facepunch Studios. Mod. He, yeah, he does. He's done Rust and Gary's Mod. He says that part of the reason for having the market prices next to the listings is to make it clear to people uh, if the price is lower somewhere else. Items will come and go from the item store, but they'll be available on the market so long as people are actually selling them. Uh, he also says that he understands that this is very similar to the Skyrim paid mods thing, but comments... I disagree. But he comments by saying... He he understands why people are comparing it is what he's saying. Okay. But he doesn't... He's like you. He doesn't think it's the same thing because he says, quote, I think the launch on Skyrim gave a real... The launch being the, the paid mods launch. Paid mods. Uh, on Skyrim gave a really negative vision of what the future looked like. Instead of showing you how it would lead to better, more supported mods, it showed you how uh, we're going to be asked to pay for shit you were getting for free yesterday. Pretty much all the modders I've spoken to would at least like a chance to sell their mods. Personally, I think they deserve to be able to make that choice themselves. Uh, It's not a choice that should be made by us or Valve or by the neckbeards on Reddit. (laughs) End quote. So this dude's fun. I like this guy in the first place. I, I think his games are cool. But um, all these items are that, are that are being sold on the item store and on the market are all strictly cosmetic items for Rust. They don't give you any extent of stat boosts or anything like that. So if companies do this whole item store thing, think of it. I think of it kind of like a league store. Whereas League of Legends, you got to buy champions, you got to buy all that stuff. Some people can say it's buying power, but if say I don't want, like a champion, I don't have to buy it. I don't have to play it you know what i mean so something so, like that something well, like an item store i'm fine with because of the fact that you're not selling power you're not you're not it's not pay to one pay to win at that point if you want say if you want that shirt really bad but you have shit luck about finding it but you're willing to dump 250 on it or whatever you can go buy it and have it in your mailbox within 35 55 minutes or whatever team fortress
1: 2's been doing this yeah. since 2010 so it's like not to me Anything that I'm going nuts or crazy about because that was fine because you could find those things in game, but yeah. if you didn't want to wait you for craft it, craft
0: them too. Tft, you yeah. can craft those items too. If exactly, you
1: and if you didn't have the time to be able to do that part, you could go on the market and try to find it at a good price, or you could get it from Valve for a, a fixed price. At, like exactly the same thing. Like I don't see anything wrong with this, to be
0: honest. Yeah. So instead of instead of it actually being like, it's fair to the consumer in every way. Yeah, instead of it being a pay-to-win model, it's more of a pay-to-go-faster, pay-to-get-what-you-want-faster model. Now, it's a thin line, though. Yeah, well, but of course. with them
1: showing the prices next to each other like that, and the fact that you can compare them and you'll have people wanting to undercut each other, then it, it fixes that scenario, anyway, in my now, opinion.
0: I agree with the whole Skyrim mods thing. I just think it should have been done differently. Um, I think that it should have been mandatory that if you put a mod up, it's always free. Yeah. But if you want to include a donation link, here's a donation link. Steam gets twenty percent, the developer of the mod gets eighty percent, whatever the mod, the ratio would right. be. And then that way if you like the mod and you wanted to support it, it was there and you can support it. But it was free. It's a hundred percent free regardless of if you pay for it or not. Now I think I honestly I think they did that. Um, At so, one point.
1: so, the two th- two things I do know is, or three things. One, they said they're going to be revisiting paid mods in the future, but they haven't said when or what it'll be. I two, Team Fortress 2 has had a thing for a while where people could go and make a weapon or a thing and pitch it to Valve, and they'll put it in the game, and you will get a share of those profits to the point where people are making a living doing this by making items for that game.
0: People do that with... Uh with skins the CS:GO and yep. I also believe with items in Dota 2.
1: Yeah, exactly. And Unreal Epic Games and their Unreal launcher thing that they have going on now is doing that same thing. So, it's where it's a thing where it's con- people are creating content, you're getting fresh stuff. So, and it's not that expensive one-off and you can get it other ways. And the people who make it get something in return. I think that's fair. If you have all those options there, if everyone comes out happy, then it's fine. Yeah. If you don't like it, then play the. Then that means you have the time to play the game to get it your own way anyway. Yeah. So, good for the people who made them who are getting the money.
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, like I said, sorry we went over a little bit this episode We're about. Probably by the time I wrap this up and the outros and intros are added, then we'll probably be about an um, hour 15. Uh, if you stuck with us through the whole thing, I greatly appreciate it. Please check us out at trainnoobs.com If you're interested in supporting the podcast, uh, you can check us out at Patreon.com slash Uh You donate a little little tiny bit of money, a little, little itty-bitty. Or a lot chunk of change if you want to get the pre-show it doesn't cost much and you it's every episode so say we missed the episode this week because my whole apartment caught fire then you wouldn't have had to pay this week let's not hope that doesn't happen i'm just gonna just gonna ignore i, I said it,
1: that don't make, don't make that a common thing yeah let's don't make just, habit uh, of
0: it. we'll just try to not make that happen again but uh like i said if you have any other comments or anything for me if you don't like the way i did this podcast please send me an email because i want to fix it Maybe I don't. Maybe I just want to read your email. Maybe that's all I want. Reading's fun. Uh, as long as you're able to read.
1: Stay stay in pool, kids. Wait. Oh, I did it
0: wrong. <laughs> well, all I know is I'm really tired, but I might drink some caffeine and go play some Overwatch fine if you liked what i did and you liked the podcast uh you can also check us out on twitter i forgot to plug that it's at train noobs you can find my account on there you can find uh mike's account on there if you are on the youtube you'll see that right below me over here is my name over there is mike's name chris doesn't have a twitter
1: i do but i i've used it once so i don't
0: Chris, agree. so chris doesn't have a twitter i don't have a twitter Mine is at It's Nerves uh, with Z's because I'm edgy. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, cool. it's, it's It's with a Z and the Nerves with a Z. There. I-T-Z-N-E-R-V-E-Z. I- it's too complicated to spell out. I just It's easier to say It's, it's nerves, nerves with, with Z's. Z's. It's so much easier to say that. In and yours. Mike changed his to MCM-O-N-E uh, or MCM-1 or, as I like to say, McMoney. Uh, you can go check him out there and if you are really lazy and you don't want to type either one of those in because that's two names then go to at train noobs and then you'll find us both on there and then you only need to type in the one time
1: boom done one done
0: and that's it ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us for this fine podcast episode number 19 next one will be episode 20 because I can math and hopefully Mike will be here and hopefully we'll talk about it and maybe we'll have some special stuff coming up. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe I should have saved the shirt reveal for episode 20. I don't know. That was a shrug. You can't hear Chris shrug, but that was a pretty shrug. There you go. All right, boys and girls, thank you very much for joining us. And as always, later, noobs.
1: Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast.
0: Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.